Good day to you all and welcome to December 2nd. My name is Bill and you are here with Bible in a Year with Bill. Today is day 334 and we're going to be reading the book of Nahum. That's N-A-H-U-M. I think I'm pronouncing that right. Nahum. We're going to read that entire book, chapters 1, 2, and 3. And then we're going to finish off today's reading with Isaiah, chapter 43. Now, the book of Nahum. Nahum was a prophet, and Nahum prophesies against the wicked and cruel nation of Assyria, probably during the time of Josiah. In so doing, he testifies that God, as the judge of the nations, is in control of all that happens. As we go through this book, let's be comforted, because Nahum means comfort, by the thought that God is Lord of history. So without further ado... Let's begin today's reading with the book of Nahum, chapter 1. A report on the problem of Nineveh, the way God gave Nahum of Elkosh to see it. God is serious business. He won't be trifled with. He avenges his foes. He stands up against his enemies, fierce and raging. But God doesn't lose his temper. He's powerful, but it's a patient power. Still, no one gets by with anything. Sooner or later, everyone pays. Tornadoes and hurricanes are the wake of his passage. Storm clouds are the dust he shakes off his feet. He yells at the sea. It dries up. All the rivers run dry. The Bashan and Carmel mountains shrivel. The Lebanon orchards shrivel. Mountains quake in their roots. Hills dissolve into mudflats. Earth shakes in fear of God. The whole world's in a panic. Who can face such a towering anger? Who can stand up to this fierce rage? His anger spills out like a river of lava. His fury shatters boulders. God is good, a hiding place in tough times. He recognizes and welcomes anyone looking for help, no matter how desperate the trouble. But cozy islands of escape he wipes right off the map. No one gets away from God. Why waste time conniving against God? He's putting an end to all such scheming. For troublemakers, no second chances. Like a pile of dry brush, soaked in oil, they'll go up in flames. Nineveh's an anthill of evil, evil plots against God, a think tank for lies that seduce and betray. And God has something to say about all this. Even though you're on top of the world, with all the applause and all the votes, you'll be mowed down flat. I've afflicted you, Judah, true, but I won't afflict you again. From now on, I'm taking the yoke from your neck and splitting it up for kindling. I'm cutting you free from the ropes of your bondage. God's orders on Nineveh. You're the end of the line. It's all over with Nineveh. I'm gutting your temple. Your gods and goddesses go in the trash. I'm digging your grave. It's an unmarked grave. You're nothing. No, you're less than nothing. Look, striding across the mountains, a messenger bringing the latest good news. Peace. A holiday. Judah. Celebrate. Worship and recommit to God. No more worries about this enemy. This one is history. Close the books. Nahum, Chapter 2 the juggernaut's coming. Post guards, lay in supplies. Get yourselves together. Get ready for the big battle. God has restored the pride of Jacob, the pride of Israel. Israel's lived through hard times. He's been to hell and back. 
Weapons flash in the sun, the soldiers splendid in battle dress, chariots burnished and glistening, ready to charge, a spiked forest of brandished spears, a lethal on the horizon. The chariots pour into the streets, they fill the public squares, flaming like torches in the sun, like lightning darting and flashing. The Assyrian king rallies his men, but they stagger and stumble. They run to the ramparts to stem the tide, but it's too late. Soldiers pour through the gates. The palace is demolished. Soon it's all over. Nineveh stripped, Nineveh doomed. Maids and slaves moaning like doves, beating their breasts. Nineveh is a tub from which they've pulled the plug. Cries go up, do something, do something, but it's too late. Nineveh's soon empty, nothing. Other cries come, plunder the silver, plunder the gold, a bonanza of plunder. Take everything you want, doom, damnation, desolation. Hearts sink, knees fold, stomachs wretch, faces blanch. So what happened to the famous and fierce Assyrian lion and all those cute Assyrian cubs? To the lion and lioness, cozy with their cubs, fierce and fearless. To the lion who always returned from the hunt with fresh gills for lioness and cubs, the lion lair heaped with bloody meat, blood and bones for the royal lion feast. Assyria, I'm your enemy, says God of the angel armies. I'll torch your chariots, they'll go up in smoke. Lion country will be strewn with carcasses. The war business is over, you're out of work. You'll have no more wars to report, no more victories to announce. You're out of war work forever. Nahum, chapter 3. Doomed to murder city, full of lies bursting with loot, addicted to violence, horns blaring, wheels clattering, horses rearing, chariots lurching, horsemen galloping, brandishing swords and spears, dead bodies rotting in the street, corpses stacked like cordwood, bodies in every gutter and alley, clogging every intersection, and whores, whores without end. Or city, fatally seductive, you're the witch of seduction, luring nations to their ruin with your evil spells. I'm your enemy, whore Nineveh, I, god of the angel armies. I'll strip you of your seductive silk robes and expose you on the world stage. I'll let the nations get their fill of the ugly truth of who you really are and have been all along. I'll pelt you with dog dung and place you on a pedestal, slut on exhibit. Everyone who sees you will gag and say, Nineveh's a pigsty. What on earth did we ever see in her? Who would give her a second look? Ugh. Do you think you're superior to Egyptian Thebes? Proudly invincible on the river Nile, protected by the great river, walled in by the river, secure? Ethiopia stood guard to the south, Egypt to the north. Put and Libya, strong friends, were ready to step in and help. But you know what happened to her? The whole city was marched off to a refugee camp, her babies smashed to death in public view on the streets, her prize leaders auctioned off, her celebrities put in chain gangs. Expect the same treatment, Nineveh. You'll soon be staggering like a bunch of drunks, wondering what hit you, looking for a place to sleep it off. All your forts are like peach trees, the lush peaches ripe, ready for the picking. One shake of the tree and they fall, straight into hungry mouths. Face it, your warriors are wimps, your sitting ducks, your borders are gaping doors inviting your enemies in, and who's to stop them? 
Store up water for the siege. Shore up your defenses. Get down to basics. Work the clay and make bricks. Sorry, too late. Enemy fire will burn you up. Swords will cut you to pieces. You'll be chewed up as if by locusts. Yes, as if by locusts. A fitting fate. For you yourselves are a locust plague. You've multiplied shops and shopkeepers, more buyers and sellers than stars in the sky. A plague of lo locusts cleaning out the neighborhood and then flying off. Your bureaucrats are locusts. Your brokers and bankers are locusts. Early on, they're all at your service, full of smiles and promises. But later, when you return with questions or complaints, you'll find they've flown off and are nowhere to be found. King of Assyria, your shepherd leaders in charge of caring for your people are busy doing everything else but. They're not doing their job, and your people are scattered and lost. There's no one to look after them. You're past the point of no return. Your wound is fatal. When the story of your fate gets out, the whole world will apply and cry, Encore! Your cruel evil has seeped into every nook and cranny of the world. Everyone has felt it and suffered. Isaiah chapter 43 But now, God's message. The one God who made you in the first place, Jacob. The one who got you started, Israel. Don't be afraid. I've redeemed you. I've called your name. You're mine. When you're in over your head, I'll be there with you. When you're in rough waters, you will not go down. When you're between a rock and a hard place, it won't be a dead end. Because I am God, your personal God, the Holy of Israel, your Savior. I paid a huge price for you, all of Egypt, with rich Cush and Seba thrown in. That's how much you mean to me. That's how much I love you. I'd sell off the whole world to get you back, trade the creation just for you. So don't be afraid. I'm with you. I'll round up all your scattered children, pull them in from east and west. I'll send orders north and south. Send them back. Return my sons from distant lands, my daughters from faraway places. I want them back, every last one who bears my name, every man, woman, and child whom I created for my glory. Yes, personally formed and made, each one. Get the blind and deaf out here and ready. The blind, though there's nothing wrong with their eyes, and the deaf, though there's nothing wrong with their ears. Then get the others out here and ready. Let's see what they have to say about this, how they account for what's happened. Let them present their expert witnesses and make their case. Let them try to convince us what they say is true. But you are my witnesses, God's decree. You're my hand-picked servant so that you'll come to know and trust me. Understand both that I am and who I am. Previous to me, there was no such thing as a God, nor will there be after me. I, yes, I am God. I'm the only Savior there is. I spoke, I saved, I told you what existed long before these upstart gods appeared on the scene. And you know it. You're my witnesses. You're the evidence. God's decree. Yes, I am God. I've always been God, and I always will be God. No one can take anything from me. I make. Who can unmake it? God, your Redeemer, the Holy of Israel, says, Just for you, I will march on Babylon. I'll turn the tables on the Babylonians. Instead of whooping it up, they'll be wailing. 
I am God, your Holy One, Creator of Israel, your King. This is what God says. The God who builds a road right through the ocean, who carves a path through pounding waves, the God who summons horses and chariots and armies. They lie down and then can't get up. They're snuffed out like so many candles. Forget about what's happened. Don't keep going over old history. Be alert. Be present. I'm about to do something brand new. It's bursting out. Don't you see it? There it is. I'm making a road through the desert rivers in the Badlands. Wild animals will say, thank you, the coyotes and the buzzards, because I provided water in the desert. Rivers through the sun-baked earth, drinking water for the people I chose, the people I made especially for myself, a people custom-made to praise me. But you didn't pay a bit of attention to me, Jacob. You so quickly tired of me, Israel. You wouldn't even bring sheep for offerings and worship. You couldn't be bothered with sacrifices. It wasn't that I asked that much from you. I didn't expect expensive presents, but you didn't even do the minimum. So stingy with me, so close-fisted, yet you haven't been stingy with your sins. You've been plenty generous with them, and I'm fed up. But I, yes I, am the one who takes care of your sins. That's what I do. I don't keep a list of your sins. So make your case against me. Let's have this out. Make your arguments prove you're in the right. Your original ancestors started the sinning, and everyone since has joined in. That's why I had to disqualify the temple leaders, repudiate Jacob, and discredit Israel. So, Lord God, I pray. Lord God, who builds a road right through the ocean, who carves a path through pounding waves, I pray that you would bless this reading today. Thank you, Lord, for this reading. And thank you, my friends, for joining me again today on this December 2nd, day 334. We are getting so close to being done this. I hope to see you tomorrow. Take care now.